De la patrulla de Caminos de California. Weather headlines for today, yes. Welcome to the Revenue Generator Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear how industry leaders integrate sales, marketing, product, and customer success into a single business unit with a common goal of optimizing their revenue cycle. We'll unearth how innovators integrate data, technology, people, and processes to expedite demand generation and increase recurring revenue. Sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet a member of the Revenue Generation. Here's the host of the Revenue Generator podcast, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. Welcome to the Revenue Generator podcast, where we members of the Revenue Generation share solutions for how you can integrate your business to optimize revenue. I'm your host and the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. And today we're going to talk about the importance of technology in modern sales and the future of sales and marketing tech platforms. Joining us today is Don Otfos, who is the VP of RevOps at Lean Data which delivers modern revenue orchestration for today's growth leaders. Yesterday, Don and I talked about why sales tech has become a unicorn factory. And today, we're going to continue our conversation to discuss the role of deal engagement in driving dependable forecasts. Okay, here's my conversation with Don Otvos, the VP of RevOps at Lean Data. Don, welcome back to the podcast. Yes, thanks, Doug. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's great to have you back, Don. So, Don, we spent a lot of time in yesterday's conversation talking about sales tech and how it's producing lots and lots of unicorns. And we spent a little bit of time, just a wee bit of time, talking about the importance of sales engagement in terms of predictable forecasts. And today, what we wanted to do is dig a little bit deeper. I think we hit a big topic and we thought, let's spend a little bit more time here. So what we want to talk about today is how do you measure the likelihood or how do you understand the likelihood the deal is going to close or not close? based on the level of reps engagement with the deal. So help us unpack that. What does that equal? Yeah. So, I mean, I think anybody that's that's a sales manager, anybody that's been in sales in general, you know, there's two extremes that I've seen, right? You have reps that that have happy ears, that think everything that's in their pipeline is going to close on the date they're going to, that they say, the date comes along and then it's like, oops, then the date gets pushed out. The other extreme is your sandbaggers, right? You got people that don't commit to anything. And then all of a sudden the end of the month shows up and then everything comes in. And again, there's no predictability there either, right? So really, you know, I think a goal of RevOps for me is to bring as much predictability as possible to forecasting and leverage that engagement that the sales team has with those opportunities to drive how I measure my confidence level in and whether a deal is going to close or not when the rep says it that they are. So as the VP of Revenue Ops for Lean Data and you know your history as a revenue operations leader, you've got lots of different hats you've got to wear. But one of the most important hats, it sounds like, is the ability to support your head of sales, your CRO, and their ability to actually understand what's the likelihood of something closing in their pipeline. Are there technologies that you lean in to help you there? Or is, there, is this mostly about methodology and sales process? Yeah, I mean, it's a topic that I love, right? Because in my mind, you know, if you're talking to the VC community, they want predictability. They want to hire a CRO that can be predictable, right? So it's not really necessarily hitting a hitting a target, but like if I'm going to miss the target, either be over or under, as a RevOps leader, I want to help my CRO look as good as possible to the board in being predictable one way or the other. 
And so the technology that I've looked at that I've brought in in the past is, you know, these types of tools that sit on the mail server and look at the metadata, not the content, just the metadata. Who was on an email? When was the email sent? What's the ratio of send to receive? You know, when was the last meeting? When was the first meeting? When is the next meeting? Is there a next meeting? You know, how many meetings have there been? You know, you could start taking all those data points and craft a score of, let's say, zero to 100 to understand how well a rep is engaged with a particular opportunity. It's that level of of insight that really helps me provide that predictability to my CRO so that, you know, we can look at the whole pipeline, apply that score against the whole pipeline and understand what's going to close, what's not going to close within a given time frame. Are there some examples of solutions that are capable of doing this? Yeah. And how much control do you and or the CROs of organizations have over making sure that that measurement model, that that scoring is appropriate? Okay. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I used to work at a company that did this, right? And I, and I loved what they did. Unfortunately, the company got acquired by one company that got acquired by another company and the technology got buried, right? So when I had to go find, okay, I'm like, wow, I love this company. I got to go find another one that does this. I went to the company that I knew that was a competitor at the time that's still around. It's a company called Ebsta. And what they do is they have a, a service account that sits on your mail server, whether you have Exchange or, or Google Gmail. And again, it just measures that. It just looks at that send and receive, those number of meetings, You know, who had the meeting with who. And then it, it associates that in an iframe in Salesforce or your CRM. So anybody that's looking at the Salesforce record can look and see and understand when was an email sent? What was the title of the email? Who was it sent to? You know, And then Ebstick generates a score against an opportunity to say, hey, the level of uh, engagement, you know, is at 80. And when it's above 80, then I have a good confidence that it's going to close. If it's below 80, it's probably not a good confidence. If it's under 60, you know, this deal's dead, right? So we we bring that score in as, as part of our process to look at, you know, how well is a rep doing with the opportunities they have. If I look at their list of opportunities and I see that the EBSA score is under 80 for everything that they have that's going to close this quarter, we have a serious problem. And I'm going to surface that to the sales manager so that the sales manager can bring those opportunities up in their one-on-ones to say, hey, what's going on here? Where can I help you? You know, where do you need help? And if it's over 80 or over 90, even let's say, and they think it's going to close within a given date, I'm going to say, hey, this looks, this looks great. Do you foresee any issues? You know, because I'm going to think that the, based on that EPSA score being high, I'm not going to worry about that deal closing because if I'm going to trust the rep in the date that they put in there, that it's going to close when they say it's going to close. And this all assumes that we have integrated everything that EBSTA needs to monitor into our CRM, correct? It's actually simpler than that, right? Like the only thing EBSTA is really doing is looking what's on the mail server and associating it to the data you already have in your CRM. So it's looking at the email, right? So you have the email in your CRM. Fantastic. That's all it needs. Now, and then it generates that data based on the data that is in CRM already. And, and one of the cool things that I like that EPSA actually does, and again, this is like as a RevOps person, I think as a marketing person, it, Doug, you'd even appreciate this. One of the things that happens in a sales process is SDR gets a meeting, they invite the person they talk to, right? The person goes, hey, you know what? There's going to be three other people that I think should be on this meeting. And they add those three people to the meeting. Well, what if those three people aren't in your CRM? They're not in Salesforce. What do you do? right? You have to rely on the rep to go back and add those people. 
And, you know, and I think in our past episode, we talked about that automation, right? Like I want to eliminate as much manual work as possible. But now I have these three names that are on a meeting that my reps are emailing that I have no visibility in my CRM. If I don't have them in my CRM, I'm not going to market them to, right? Marketing, they're not going to have, they're not, marketing's not going to know who those people are either, right? So EBSTA actually has a way to surface them so that I can just automatically add them to my CRM and not have to worry about it. And then again, if we go back to the to our last episode talking about automation, now that EBSTA goes, hey, here's the email of somebody that your, your sales team's talking to, I add them to CRM. Enrichment looks and goes, oh, I know who that is. They're at this company. Here's our phone number. Here's our title. You know, and they, it puts all the data and enriches it. And then, and then you, know, you have something you know, like Lean Data that does that lead to account matching and says, oh, hey, that lead actually is associated to this account. And then now I, in the background, from a RevOps perspective, I've automated adding somebody that the only thing that's happened on the sales side is they exchange an email. I now have that person in our CRM. I have them associated with the right account. I've assigned to the right person. And now marketing has that person in the marketing platform to be able to market to. That to me is the holy grail, right? Where does Clary play here, Don? Where does Clary play in this whole thing? That's a fantastic question because we do use Clary. Clary does do something similar. And, and we did look at them when we when we trialed EBSTA. The one thing I didn't like, there, there were some limitations that Clary had around, around the way that they did this that made it not as feature rich for what I really wanted to do to, to do what I just described. And so there are forecasting platforms that are out there. There are reporting platforms that are out there too that do this. Atrium is a really good example. Atrium also you know, sits on your mail server and looks at that interaction and then pulls that into the reporting to help you understand, you know, what does the deal health look like? You know, what does the opportunity health look like? And they pull in that same data into the way, into their algorithm, into how they measure deal health. This isn't something that's certainly unique to EBSTA. It's just the way that EBSTA does it was the way that I, that I'm most comfortable with that gives me the most features with the least amount of cost. So I'm going to lump EBSTA and Clarion together, but it really does help companies understand, you know, whether or not there's a sufficient level of engagement to say, yes, I think this deal will or won't close. And there's no way to game it. I mean, that's really the beauty of what we're talking about here. It's exactly. it's meta monitoring, if you will. I suppose, Don, somebody could set up dummy domains and send lots of fake emails. But boy, if you're that clever to try and game the system, you should probably be thinking about doing something else with your career right. if right. you're worried about how you hack things instead of how you do them. Well, Don, will you rejoin me for an episode? Oh, I would love to. Okay. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Revenue Generator Podcast. Thanks to Don Otfos, VP of RevOps at Lean Data for joining us. In part three of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Don and I are going to talk about modern sales and the techs, sales, revenue, and marketing. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, shame on you. Head over to therevgenpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, apply to be a speaker on the Revenue Generator podcast, or you can even share your revenue generation questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is RevGenPod on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook and Instagram, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Market Advocate. If you haven't subscribed yet and want a daily stream of RevGen strategies in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button on your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed the next business day. Okay, that's all for today. But until next time, keep cranking because the revenue isn't going to generate itself. 